So it's let's do a full green light of it's Max Fun Drive. Here's the scoop about it is that every year, once a year, and that's all it is, uh, we ask you quite blatantly to support the shows that you love. All the shows are made by hand. It's just Lori and I and then Kyle doing the heavy lifting of a bunch of editing and, and all that kind of stuff. And your contributions make that word work possible. So Max Fun, uh, Max Fun Drive is the way we only do it once a year. It's maximumfun.org slash join. And there's cool gifts. There's an extra show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did an extra podcast, and we were so grumpy. We were at peak <laughs> annoyance, so you don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss it. So tune in. Uh, go to. Uh, we want to add more people. Maximumfun.org/slash/join. Correct. Clean that up if you want. And <laughs> Lori, how tired are you? I'm pretty tired. Um, I am in Canada right now. I'm in Toronto and uh, Toronto. I'm starting to <laughs> like the Canadians. And um, uh, it's, I'm in a very nice hotel in downtown Toronto. I have a view. I'm on the 17th floor. It's nice. I feel like an executive. And uh, what, what floor? The 70th? No, 17th. 17th. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's still plenty high. I was on the 29th two days ago. Same hotel? The way the is, yeah, we did one night. We came in on uh, the 18th on a Monday night, stayed at this hotel, and then, which I'm not naming because I'll be here for a while and I don't need, just, I would like my stalkers to give me a week off, please. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we had a show in North Bay, which is four hours away. So we had to pack up on Tuesday morning, drive to North Bay, do a show there, and then we drove back today another four hours in the car, uh, in a van. It's, it's comedy road. It's comedy road show, you know, oh, we're, yeah. all, we're, it's, we're comics and we're all together hanging out. And, uh, so we're back in the hotel now. So Monday night I was on the 29th floor and I had a, a little cutout in the uh, window somehow. And uh, so it gave me a little extra, um, view down at queen street, which goes all the way across Canada. And nice. uh, so now a little bit of a smaller room, but I, I, you know me, I hate to complain. So uh, <laughs> get it. enjoy what I have. But yeah. Did it's... you pick up a, a set on the nights you were dark or no? Yes. Tonight was a dark night and I had two sets. I did a set at um, uh, Nothing Fancy, which is a little comedy club that's behind a bar. Maybe seats like 30 people. Nice. And it, it was so fun. Oh, I bet. And then, and then I went to the comedy bar for a little set there, drop in there. And, awesome. Um, I love the comedy bar. So lovely. It's a great room. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's a really it's hot room. It's a hot it's set up. Yeah. It's two rooms. It's downstairs. It's like, dang. Nice. Yeah. 
Super Toronto. Nice. I love Toronto too. Audiences in Toronto are some of the best. I I find. Yeah. I've I've always yeah. thought. Mm -hmm. And well, I'm at Moon Tower. I did two sets tonight. Okay. Um, I got here. I I it must have been. I assume it was free. That's why I only slept three hours and flew here at five thirty in the morning. Uh, I don't know why I picked it, but uh, so I get here at like ten thirty. They yeah. let me check in early. It's nice. Yeah. My room has uh, there's terribles. The TV doesn't work, but the engineer comes and spends a uh, twenty minutes and fixes it. And the then TV. I okay, it works now. Yeah, it works now. And it's like a 65-inch television. Uh, and it has Chromecast. And so I can just throw Netflix to it. And it's just like, oh, wow, look at all their pores. And um, <laughs> and then uh, and then I went and I did show Zach Sherwin's game show about crossword puzzles. Oh, cool. And it was super fun. And I was with uh, uh, Jesus Trejo. Tre 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 Trejo. Tre Trejo. Trejo. Yeah, there might be a third syllable. Trejo. Whatever it is, it's so he's such a nice guy. And yeah. I was like, what is your full name? And he goes, Jackie. And then he, he said it. And I was like, oh, yeah, we've we've worked together. And he goes, several times. <laughs> and uh, he's super nice, very funny. And yeah. we had a lovely time. Zach Sherwin is a delight. And um, and he had a full room, full room for that game show. I don't know if I'll have a full room for the Dork Forest. I'm looking forward to doing it. It'll be super fun. And then I went and I just did a stand-up set. And that was quite the the who's who of the, of the up-and-comings. And then a couple, you know, just kind of me uh, <laughs> size, right? Like it was uh, Josh Wolf, uh, a guy named Chad Crogier, which I missed. I missed mm -hmm. him. Ian Edwards, and then Rosebud Baker, mm. and then mm. JT Parr, and then Rachel yeah. Feinstein, Dang. and then, yeah. I know, Hannah Burner, Ch Chappelle Lacey, he was really mm. funny, uh, oh, cool. me, and then Kelsey Cook. Nice. So, a lot of comics <laughs> of the week, a lot of, a lot yeah. of things happening, and, and, and some new names in there that and, maybe we haven't, right? Right, right, right. And so that was just a seven minute set though. And I was they were yeah. such a nice crowd. And I was just getting them lit up. And I was like, ah, oh, there's the light. Uh, should I run the light? Should I run the light? And I was like, don't run the light. Don't be a dick. And so I uh oh, too bad you were yeah. last, you could have run it a little bit. You had one. Right, Kelsey, after I was second to last, yeah. And I did and Kelsey yeah. was after me. I didn't wanna and they had another yeah. show at nine. And I've been going all day and I'm kinda tie tie. So um yeah, sure. but then I got back here and none of my lights, the the main switch, the main electricity. Uh so the my bathroom lights in the shower and what? I was like Happening. What is Why? happening with this room? So I called downstairs and they sent another engineer up and that was at nine. And he goes, it's going to take me probably an hour to fix this because I got to replace the switch. And I go, all oh. right, I'll take myself to dinner. And I took myself to dinner downstairs and it was very expensive and uh, delicious, <laughs> as you can imagine, because it's a hotel prompt. restaurant. They should prompt the dinner because you had this. I know. I, I might down. ask him to do yeah. that. Why not? Ellie would do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I might do it. Anyway. Uh, but that's, then I have, I have, uh, I, I think I have two more sets tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Then I have just the Dork Forest on Friday. And then I have one set on Saturday. 
And it's that shebang again. Uh, the fact that oh. they still are doing the shebang. They used to do a he-bang and a shebang. Uh, <laughs> Rich Miller booked it probably a decade ago. Um, right. and, and they got rid of the he-bang because a lot of the shows are he-bangs. Uh, I, I think at a festival, it's like they're just trying to figure out ways to... I don't know. I think anything goes at a festival. Who fucking cares? Call it whatever you want. We got a bunch of comics. We need an excuse to tie them all together, you know? And it's it's weird because I was going to try to work on the new stuff, and then I got kind of nervous, and I went to the vault. Well, that's fine. You're at a festival. It was, a festival. At the North, the North Bay show last night was, um, uh, it's a theater, and I haven't done, these are all theaters, all these gigs. So, like 1,200 seat or more, 2,000? No, 2,000. Are you insane? Uh, 1200. 1200? People in Norway, Canada. <laughs> uh, no, a couple hundred. A couple hundred. But I'm oh, just nice. saying, like, okay. it's, you know, we, it's different energy and pacing, and and um, it's not dirty like a club, you know? So it feels different. And it took me a little bit to get used to it last night. Um, but I'm I'm sure I'm in the groove now. But, That's awesome. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I'm tired, yeah. though. I had a I super bet. early on uh monday morning like we, i had to get up at 4 30 in the morning and uh i just i've been you know waking up oh the show one of the shows i did tonight was a 420 show mm-hmm. and it was run by this lady named joey who's like a toronto uh uh she's stalwart a staple a the foundation of comedy here she used to have, I guess, a a like weed club called the Toronto Underground Comedy Club for a long time. Oh, that okay. closed during COVID. But um, she made me. Uh, well, she made some um, gummies, and uh, now she's like, "Be careful! <laughs> it's got a. It's really she. She goes like she. It, it has a lot of milligrams in it. So she just told me to take one little percentage of it, which I'm going to do on my off night on monday night i have nothing happening next monday night i will okay. be in a, i'll be in a place with room service so i'm gonna take a part of the gummy and just see what happens next monday should have taken the <laughs> whole thing before this episode <laughs> think how good this could have been wow no i think you would have sacked out you would have just been asleep and i would have had to do it all myself and then just told people it's this kind of content that makes max fun drive so much of exactly what you're looking for and too funny um yeah i uh i'm psyched i i have next week off and then Mm -hmm. and then the week after that i think it's um Seattle and then Houston and a bunch of weird like there's a bunch of stuff so uh but I did ask I asked Colleen Moon Tower uh guru if I could have extra sets if she had extra sets for the week for this week because I'm like well I'm here I would like to do yeah. all the comedy <laughs> so um, mine is, yeah yeah are there comics that don't want to do extra sets maybe there are there are. I mean, the thing is, this is it was something I learned probably 10, 15 years ago. I was at Bridgetown and uh, I was talking to Andy Wood and I was like, you got any extra sets? And he was like, yeah, we have fallout sometimes where people can't make it to this. And I was like, 
Oh, and Sketchfest. I did an extra set a couple of times at Sketchfest. It was something I learned to do when I started doing a bunch of more, you know, there was yeah. a couple of years where I was doing so many festivals and you can, you might as well ask, right? You're, yeah, you're not going to get paid any more money and they're, and yeah. they they need to fill the sometimes some of the shows are lighter than others. Yeah, uh, Bridgetown was so fun. I had uh, many fun times there that I remember. You know. Yep. Uh, me too. Yeah, but I guess there's yeah. a pain in the ass to, to put on. It sounds like it'd be a nightmare. It's just oh my god just, to have a yeah. <laughs> did you remember that that text you sent me I, I don't even know if i talked about it but it was we should have a comedy festival and i didn't oh, respond yeah. to it and then 15 minutes later i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> i thought it through <laughs> i would like to retract <laughs> and then i was like sounds like a nightmare what am i thinking <laughs> Well, you're yawning. Uh, I am yawning. There's some yawning going on, and um, uh, I, I've I've eaten just like two big meals today, and it's yeah. just like for lunch I had a chili riano with that was stuffed with duck. Oh my and god! It was it was amazing. It was amazing. And I went to lunch with um, Katie Houseman, I think it is, comic, mm -hmm. who lives here now. She moved here, I think, from, I forget where she moved from, maybe maybe Iowa. Are there, and I, so I, are there comics that also immigrated to uh, Austin recently, or is it just kind of like the right wing? Uh, no, she's, yeah, she moved here like a year ago. And mm -hmm. she seems sane. Pretty sane, mm -hmm. Katie Houseman, and then mm -hmm. uh, a PR one of the the one of the PR people for um, you know that that uh, there's a some benefit. It's comedy gives back, maybe. Yeah, right. yeah. So she works. Yeah, so it's Heidi Van Van Vander, uh, uh, whatever. But Heidi works at Comedy Gives Back. So I went to lunch with those two, and Katie got an enchilada with a pumpkin seed mole. And that looked amazing. And then I had that weird chili riano. And then luckily I, well, I came back here and I tried to set, you know, take a nap and maybe watch a little TV. And the guy had to, he fixed the TV during my nap time. So I never got a oh nap. My God. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm so angry about this. Right. Well, they offered to have me change rooms at one point, mm -hmm. but I had already unpacked. If you're and I was down, like, oh, uh, no, that's ridiculous. I don't have I don't want hangers. I don't want to <laughs> change rooms. I just want I just want you to fix it and then go away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I want you to do. And don't have had it happen. Can we just go back in time and you guys fix your fucking lights before <laughs> check Right. Oh, here's the other weird thing. I have not gotten a swag bag for this festival. You know how the swag bag is usually just some sort of vibrator or a cock right. ring or some fucking thing. And yeah. uh, <laughs> the one year it was this fest, this very festival gave out flashlights one year. Yeah. And right. it was super, super gross. And all the comics, yeah. like I remember Matt Brunger taking his apart on stage. <laughs> Going, did you guys see, did you get these? Look at this lubricant. 
And uh, I was like, all right, that's a, that's a clock eater. And uh, the, but I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I wrote a couple of new bits. I talked to Maria. She's in Dublin. She called me on the WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's, uh, fun. that's cool. Yeah. So she, uh, she's having a good time and doing one-on-ones at the local Starbucks with the, yeah. with the Irish fans. And, um, but yeah, I, I think her first show is tomorrow. She's on like a 10 day tour of it's Dublin, the Netherlands, oh Glasgow, a couple other things. That's she was like, yeah, I, I think she was talking to me about the spreadsheet and how this it, she may not make uh, as much money as she wants. And I was like, well, you know what it is? It's a paid vacation, you know? It's a vacation where you might come out ahead, you might not. But she brought Scott with her, and it's super fun. Oh, yeah, that's really fun. I was, um, I went down, there's like a huge mall that's right near the hotel called the Eaton Center, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, I need pants, A. And, uh, and then uh, I wanted... Just a few items from this place that's like a CBS kind of Walgreens, Dwayne Reed sort of place called Shoppers. And so I got some uh, popcorn kernels. Here's what I like to do when I got have a microwave. I have popcorn kernels. You put them in a paper bag, like a lunch bag. You put them in for like five minutes. They pop. And then you salt them. And you have very cheap popcorn. Well... <laughs> So I have my my popcorn kernels and I'm looking around and I ask this lady, I go, where's the salt? And she goes, we don't sell salt at this location. Who the fuck doesn't sell salt? I don't understand what? that. I That's like, like, it, uh, it's like a 7-Eleven. They, they sell salt and pepper. Yeah, but and it's almost like and she, it, the way she said it instantly, it's like she's been asked many times. <laughs> <laughs> is tired of telling people that this location doesn't sell salt. <laughs> wow. Do they have little tiny salt packets? Like, do no. they have pre-packaged food with, no. and still no salt, still no salt. no salt. And then I was like, okay, maybe I could just have it without salt. Right. <laughs> paper no. Bag. no paper bags. They're like, we have, oh. we have gift bags. I'm like, Big pink gift bag. I to pop my popcorn in. Then this is no longer a cheap. Yeah, this is no longer a cheap experience. So then I bought this um, generic called President's Choice, which is really big out here. I don't know why they they don't have a president. They have a prime minister. <laughs> right. Maybe they've appropriated. There's been some cultural appropriation of of the United States of America over the over the Canadian border. Oh, why would they want it? I know. Well, there's that, but uh, I mean, it's uh, a good comedy scene here. You know, I mean, I know. Oh it's, yeah. Canadians seem to always want to get out, which I understand. But man, it's a good one. You know, if you have funny comps, you have good rooms, you have smart, smart shit happening, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of making the kind of comedy you want to make. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's plenty of there's plenty of audience, and there's plenty of comics. So. That yeah. that makes that makes for a good scene if there's because then the comics create more rooms for people to go up in and and it's you know yeah and that's how you get better it's all about iteration right it's all about the stage time and one of our one of our um, 
the actress on the roadshow this week is Australian, and uh, his name is Heath, and uh, he has a puppet called Randy Face, and <laughs> really funny. Oh, good. And watch it. I've never seen a puppet act from the side, the wings of a theater, and it's incredible. He's like squatting and his arm is up the entire time and the other arm with with his hand in the puppet, the other hand is moving the face and all that kind of stuff. And he's talking. It's Mm -hmm. so much work. Um, It was just, my God, this is so uncomfortable. (laughs) I can't believe an hour long show like this. And and the writing. Yeah, because you guys are doing 20s, right? Or. Yeah, but I mean, all of his stuff is like good material that he could do if he was just wanted to be a stand-up. But he had right. he goes through the puppet, and it's really funny and sarcastic. I've only seen it once, so I and I was in my head a lot, but I uh, I can't wait to watch it more this week. It was just like fascinating to see how physically uncomfortable to me it would be to to work a puppet and have to command the audience the same energy while you're right you're like in this weird position the whole time it's crazy yeah Yeah, that you have to want that you have to want that experience (laughs) so much you're like no i i need this sock to be part of my life and part of my act so bad i just Um, need in jeans and standing with one hip shoved out to the right (laughs) (laughs) i don't need the whole stage you gave me or the spotlight (laughs) you know you don't have to follow me i'm not fucking moving (laughs) hey i want to do another uh it's it's gonna happen it's gonna happen i I can see you chopping at the bit wanting to talk about this is week one Weeks, week one of the Max Fun Drive. And what you should know, of course, is that Max Fun membership pays for shows. The shows are, you know, we, it's all supported by members. So, you know, if you, if you could do it, this is the one time a year that we put a lot of energy into letting you know how you can support the show <laughs> as a member, right? We put some energy into it. A lot? This is... Oh, well, I mean, more energy than we do the other 51 weeks. Correct. This is the week. <laughs> this, this or this is the month, week. really. Yes, I th- it's a two-week yes. thing, right? Or is it more than that? No, that's uh, it. But, oh, it's, it's two weeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We ratchet so, it up to a solid 35%. Will you please <laughs> join us as a member? Let me just say that <laughs> out mm-hmm. loud. Let me state yeah. the obvious. If you give uh-huh. us... Uh, you could, you know, you could join, you can upgrade your thing, you could boost your membership, you could buy a, a gift membership for a friend or an anonymous Max Fun person. Ooh. And all the memberships are at five bucks a month. At five bucks a month, 12 months, what is that, 60 bucks? Ain't somebody, nothing. somebody Seriously, do some math. What you get for $60 is ridiculous, you know? Right. I mean, Such it, wisdom. This is just a podcast. But right. they have heard a podcast. And, uh, you know, shit you get a sweet people not being cheap, you know, <laughs> pay for things, right? Pay for things. And you not only get an extra episode of this show, you get extra episodes of a lot of shows, right? Don't yeah. you, uh, I think you are available and, uh, you get the, you get bonus content. So this year's bonus content is an extra show and, and, and that's at five bucks a month. Uh, yeah. at 10 bucks, I believe it at 10 bucks a month, you get the patch. And previous years, there's been an enamel pin 
This year, it's a patch, you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's more uh, redacted notebook hilarity. The mystery that is the Jackie and Lori show (laughs) in patch form, you guys. Yes. (laughs) Sew it on your backpack. Let people know. Let right and here's the thing: there are not, there's there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of stuff that we do extra because we are working so hard all the time. But the content we give you every week is actually of I think of value and and is kind of fascinating. So what we would like this is a prestige show, you guys. That's what this <laughs> is. Yeah, we are. This is like the severance of podcasts. <laughs> and I think oh, it's worth watch yeah. severance. Of course. Top no, shelf stuff here. Top shelf. Top <laughs> shelf. So for like $120 for the year, which is 120 bucks, you I mean, you can do it. You can do it. You get the patch, you get the extra show, you get a lot of extra content in other shows. You're a Max Fun member. That's always very big. We'd like to do, I would say, at least 20 new members, right? And then you can also upgrade or boost or Go gift membership. That might be a way. Ooh. Anyway, cool yeah, things think, happen. Think, think of, uh, for some reason, you enjoy us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. We don't know why. We can't always, explain it. We, Yeah, that's your problem. And <laughs> you need to look into. But we, we have never taken a week off. I think maybe... Well, maybe when my mom died, we put something else up, right? I forget. We, yeah, we put the the two uh, uh, episodes, two of the episodes that had never even, aired. Yeah, even in yeah. death, we're trying to make sure we're consistent for our fans. Okay, that's right. So Maximum we're fun. Always, we're always logging it. We're all three of us are in different time zones right now. I'm fucking tired. Jackie hasn't had lights or electricity for 24 <laughs> hours. He's logging in to do this podcast. Okay. So, you know what? Think about what we give you and man up a little bit. Pony up. And it's maximumfun.org slash join. And the .org means that we're not making a lot of money. So, feel free to pony up, <laughs> you PBS fans. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Maximumfun.org slash join. Now, tell me something else. About stand-up comedy, Lori Kilmartin. Tell me something Let's else. See, I um, I changed a setup a little bit. I I had a thing where I had my son saying something in my <laughs> act, and then I'm like, oh, I should take the first half of that, and then he responds. So it's not so much of a mouthful for me to say as him, mm-hmm. and I think that's working. Um, that's awesome. I had this idea that uh, that I'm, I kind of riffed on stage in Sacramento that I'm working on that seems to be taggable and there seems to be a way to take it out a, a few places. You know, it doesn't have to be just one joke. It could be like three or four. That's very okay. exciting. I don't know that theater shows are the best place to try all these things. Um, I did, you know, what's interesting is Canada hasn't had the amount of death that we have had in, of COVID. So I, like when I was in San Francisco, I, I did one check about my breast reduction. Then I went right into my mom dying of COVID stuff, right? Cause she wanted to finish it. Yeah. Get out of the way. Right? And here 
I realized, oh, I need to go into it later because people are literally shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, our tour, our tour director, our tour manager, manager Paul said he, I'm the first person he's met who's lost someone to COVID. I'm like, really? I'm like the fourth comic I know. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> America, we've had a lot more deaths than they've had in Canada. So to them, they're almost like uh, in a different place than we are when when we talk when Americans talk about it, you know, because they haven't had the same amount of loss. So it, I think it seems a little abstract to them. So it was just interesting to to note that and to go well, maybe I should move that chunk a little bit further down after right. they get to know. Yeah, I think so. Just because nobody's, uh, the, you know, they lifted the mask mandate on the airplanes, oh, and so nobody so was wearing. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was, you know, just sort of, and I was the only one in my row who had a mask on. And um, so you were in mid-flight. They announced it while you were on the flight. No, or no. You no, they never. They never talked. If they announced it, when once I enter the airport. The headphones go in, and I don't want to hear Jack. But on Southwest, I always sit in the exit row, and um, I so I have to take the earbuds out to get the pitch on the exit row, and then I put them right back in. So if they ever, if anybody wanted to praise Jesus or sing a song or decide to do a little soft shoe about the mask mandate being lifted, uh, I wasn't there for it. I was. Well, wait, uh, did you fly on Monday? No, I flew today. Oh, okay. So it had already been done. Okay. Yeah, everybody thought... was already like, oh, like it's 2019. Everybody had already blown it up. Oh, my God. And Even the flight Yep. Those fucking assholes. They should know better, honestly. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No sympathy. They should right, fucking well, know better. They're going to get sick. than the rest of us. Yeah, they're going to yeah, get sick. And I, so I'm in this... And granted, I was, I did Creek in the Cave a year ago, almost to the month, right? It was in May. I know it might've been in June, actually, whatever. Uh, but almost a year ago, I did the this Austin. And people, half the people were not wearing masks already because it was Texas. And so tonight, and not also, a mask. We, we had been vaccinated at that point too. And it oh, felt yeah. like, oh, and, right? Yeah. I was vaccinated, and it might have been that two weeks before Omicron, quite honestly, yeah, or right, Delta right. or something. And um, but now everybody, so there's hundreds of people in this in this hotel, and so they're packed in to the elevator. And wow. a guy's like, "Are you coming?" And I said, "I am not." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the door closed, and I uh. and I was the only one. Wearing a mask, and I'm not wearing the best mask. You know, I got a text today because I yeah. had a picture with my Dunkin' Donuts mask, and um, yeah, oh no, Jackie, that's not a good mask. You need no. Oh my god, get yourself a nine ninety five. That's what Andrew yeah. was telling me to. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, so I, I'm not even wearing the best mask, but I'm the only one wearing a mask. Not entirely. I saw a couple of people, but very, very few. It turns out I'm just going to be that Korean lady you made fun of in 2003. You can do whatever you want. You can make fun of me forever. Yeah, yeah, I was tonight uh, at the first show, I was the only one in a mask. And the second show, Deanne Smith showed up and she had a mask on as well. Ian Edwards Um, had a mask. He he had a really good mask on uh, when he came to do the show. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, well, you guys. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it. I don't understand. I, I just don't get it. And Toronto's having an upswing. So we're actually have to get tested on Friday before the show on Friday. They want to test us to make sure that we're uh, negative. Um, oh, so. Gotcha. So I was going to yeah, hang out with some comics right. today, but uh, like somebody has to quarantine because their fiance got it. Uh, and um, uh, I was like, all right, well, I don't want to hang out with you then. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not if you've been sharing a room with somebody. Because yeah. I, I, it turns out, I mean, there aren't that many people who didn't get it in yeah. our circles. Yeah. But I've never gotten it and I don't want to. Right, me too. Um, yeah, I'm okay. Kyle, did you get it? I have not. My dad did, there so right. I did, I did quarantine in, but I have not. There wow. you go. Yeah. All right. So yeah, guys, you don't know what this thing's fucking gonna do to us, and if it's gonna stay in your body for thirty more years and and slowly claw away your insides, you know. <laughs> right, <long>. and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and 30 years quite honestly i will be 80 so um i want to i want a good 80 i don't want to be like stuck to, you know hooked on oxygen i want to have a good fucking 80 you know right right i don't want to be stuck to the uterine wall i heard so many jokes tonight <laughs> from different comics about um sex and like sort of like the the minute, like sort of the bodily function part of it. Like, yeah, I, it was kind of fascinating, and there was definitely something there. And I just I love the freedom of some of the younger comics who are like in their twenties, you know, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe early, maybe thirty, where they're just like, just literally just handing dudes their their balls back to them, going, "You have no idea how my body works." Granted. I don't have a lot of idea how men's bodies works. So, but I, I, I do have some. I don't some like bodies though. in general. I don't like that. <laughs> you and your crazy moving parts. Get away from me. Uh, yeah, much freer. I mean, obviously, they have fewer constrictions from club owners and yeah. just a generation that's a lot more comfortable talking about that stuff and uh so of course they're gonna that's how the, their comics are gonna be we were in the green room and this guy was there and i thought he was a comic i think everybody's a comic at these things right yeah but it turns yeah. out sometimes they're agents and managers and oh. um and it came <laughs> exactly <laughs> and he was a nice, he was a nice enough guy but at one point i was like yeah, I don't think this guy's a comic. And then it kind of led to this. He was talking to, to one of the other, he was talking to one of the younger comics. And I don't think he reps her, but he was a manager. It, it sort of, and I was like, who does he work with? What's his name? What's his deal? And so I texted Rachel Feinstein. We're all at the table together. And I was just like, who is this guy? And, uh, <laughs> and about a half an hour later, um, after she had left, after her set, she had left to go do another set. She texted me back and said, I've forgotten already. I don't think I knew. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Dominic Del Bene's here, though. I love Dominic Del Bene. Oh, tell I said so, hi. I will. He was running the Zach Sherwin. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, he's he's got, you know, the blonde medicine. And so he's wandering around 
uh, talking to comics about stand-up and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's super fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so the, he's, I saw him, I saw the comics that I saw tonight, mm-hmm. and then I didn't see anybody, like, I didn't see anybody loose. Oh, I was sitting next to, there was a guy at the airport that was in my van on the way to this hotel that I literally surreptitiously took a picture of and thought about posting, look at the man spread on this kid. Uh, Cause he had taken up like th- two tables, two and a half tables. Oh my God. With his backpack and his roller bag and his, you know, and he's just all splayed out. And then I get in the van to come to the club, to come to the hotel. And there he is. Ah, he's a comic. <laughs> I was like, oh my hey, God. nice to meet you. And, uh, <laughs> and of yeah, course, he's a careful. It, it's yeah. just Austin's full of comics this week. That's It's awful. <laughs> it's going to be. And I, and I, I got lost. Of course, literally my first gig was five blocks from this hotel. I oh, went oh. the wrong way. I have no sense of direction. You got it. It's an 80, 20 with me. 80% yeah. chance I'm going to go in the wrong direction. You'd think it would be 50, 50. Nope. I defy actual laws of statistics. And so I'm like 15 minutes late for this thing and it didn't matter. And so then I panicked because the first, my first show's at six, my second yeah. show's at seven. So I get out of there at seven. I grab a scooter and I take a scooter uh, to the next gig, and um, it again did not matter. I was slightly late, and it didn't. The first comic was up. I was second to last. You didn't because have a I. Helmet. I don't. I don't travel with a helmet. Nobody wants to hear this story. You're right. I'm not wearing the right mask, and I'm on a scooter without a helmet. Debbie, you're risking your life left and right. What are you doing? <laughs> um. I'm I'm calling it. What? Someone fifty one fifty me quickly. It's clearly I'm just out in the world, um, eating duck, and so I had a lovely, I had a lovely dinner tonight. But I'm super full, which means that I'm going to sleep like the ded tonight. Holy smokes! I once we're done with this, oh my gosh, am I going to be out? Out like me a light. Too. I might. Because the the edible that Joey gave me is shaped like a marijuana leaf. I might have a leaf tonight. I like it. <laughs> Do it. I'd How about a one- st- <laughs> Kyle. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you could have a stem. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's fun. I don't know what I to need, tell you. I need to- <laughs> I need to find some combo that's going to work on the plane uh, when I fly to Barcelona. So that's going to be a hell flight, and I just need to be unconscious during it. Did you see that that I sent you that thing that Carmen's in uh, Spain, Carmen yeah. Morales, mm-hmm. and her first ad for her for her special for her, the yeah. the series of specials that are coming out on HBO came out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that's really cool. That is very cool. So. Very exciting. Is she performing in Spanish on that show? In Spanish, she is not. So they asked okay. so, somebody asked her, I think, to do a. She was asked to do a corporate or private in Spanish, and she was like, "I could, except for that the timing is different, and I would have to literally translate all of my jokes into Spanish." And she's like, "I 
you know, she speaks Spanish, but it would it would just be, you know, yeah. she's not thinking about the jokes that she's written in English. She's not thinking about them in Spanish, so she'd have to sort of do a big rewrite. Eddie Izzer did a show in Germany, in German, but I don't know if she speaks German and understands what she was saying. She's very smart, though. She probably does. She did or she just four learned. languages. It's also French, did Italian, and English. It's what? quite upsetting. Well, did she, did she speak all those languages, or did she learn phonetically? She does. I believe okay, she fluently speaks true. all four. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's upsetting. I need that competition. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. A marathon a day for like a year or something. <laughs> Jackie, I would, I could do all of that if I didn't have a child. I didn't have a child. It's you know, is that son. what you? <laughs> yes, that's what he needs. <laughs> that kind of pressure. You're like, I can be fluent in four languages. Um, I am going to tell a language story after I talk to you people about the Max Fundrat. I know you were waiting. You're saying to yourself. Will there be another pitch for the Max Fund Ride? Yes. Yes, there will. There's going to be two weeks of this nonsense, and it's going to be amazing because what you need nonsense, to know, Jackie. it's not nonsense, right? I'm going to read a member comment. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Funny and comforting from the Pink Pandacon has written, I really love listening to this podcast. Two smart, talented, independent, and wise Women oh. who have a great rapport with each other and are so entertaining. Thank you for this. And then somebody, oh, Muggles number five. You get that. Yeah. Uh, wrote, I thanks. Just, and this, this is just more, uh, this is interesting that it's kind of not, it's written to us, but not really. It's more third person. Thanks yeah. to the hosts for raising <laughs> the labor issues in comedy and publishing generally. One person works a year on craft, breaks even or less. Another phones in a shambles of a hate fest and gets $20 million. You guys, this is the gold. This is the thing that this person, Muggles 5, culled from our show. Uh, it's a hate fest. I do enjoy it. it was, um, it's almost like the craft has no bearing here. People think that it's just the market, but they need to do some rating. Markets are dead. We are in techno-feudalism. Wow, wow. All right, this wow. person might be a little too smart for the show, but I appreciate your input. <laughs> Cancel sure. uh, by art. Don't like it by art. That's us. We're yeah. doing art, art and you art, should donate art. to maximumfund.org slash join. And there are people who love this show. Kyle, aren't you stopped on the, on the regular? <laughs> oh, I am. It comes up a lot. It's like a little secret handshake. <laughs> there you go. Why is it secret? Can, it's, are people ashamed of their love for us? No, it's <laughs> like they don't want people to, to know. It's literally, I'll get pulled to the side and go, hey, I just want you to know I'm a big Jackie and Lori person. I just needed to, like, you know, we got to do the little handshake. That is so awesome. And it's five bucks a month for bonus content and 10 bucks a month for the patch if you join at or upgrade to $10 a month. So that's when you get the patch. You get the patch, which has notebook, paper, and it's and it has a name and it has the word uh, redacted on it and it's super cute and it's a patch. One of the you know best words in comedy. That, a little bit of that oh. money goes back to us and mm -hmm. we get paid. A yeah, little yeah, bit. Do. Trust me, no. it's a little bit, but it's something. I mean, no, I, th we've I been think for five years, right? 
right, Jackie? Yeah, we do all right. Six. Yeah, we do all right. So describe. Okay, they said that if you join or upgrade to twenty bucks a month, you get a special gift, and I don't know what that gift is. So it's don't, that don't, special. That's how special it is. We it's had, amazing. We had to forget because it was that good when we were told it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I think I think you get additional sort of max fun gifts like. Uh, like there's a, a $35 a month, which is amazing if yeah. you have whatever 35 times 12, uh, but you get uh, like gla- like glasses, you get drink, drink wear is the word that I'm told about. So <laughs> you can even do $100 a month if you have that kind of you know, jingle jangle and uh, you get HQ access, exclusive quarterly virtual hang time with Max Fun hosts and staff. So I'm telling you, if you go to MaximumFun.org slash join and upgrade or join, you get gifts, you get bonus content, and you'll know that you are actually supporting us because we do actually put some effort into this. And we do, you know what we're really doing for you is we're rooting for you. That's what Ooh, we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so join, please join us as a member. Yes. I was what was that website again? I forgot. MaximumFun.org slash join. There we go. I was listening to Tiny Victories today, which is Laura House's and mm-hmm. Annabelle Gerwig. I love it. It's so short, but it's very positive. Uh, mm-hmm. Baby Geniuses, Emily Heller's podcast is on MaxFun. Uh, Greg Groups' podcast is on MaxFun. There's oh, a ton so of good. great stuff on MaxFun. You will get bonus. I'm actually uh, super proud that we're on this network. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. It really is. It seems like it's super sane and good. I like We're at it. The cool Magnet High School, mm-hmm. the podcasting mm-hmm. networks. We have to do comic of the week. Oh, let's do that. All right. So, so this lady, I just worked with her at the West Side in Santa Monica. But Becky, it's that thing that happens. You see a female comic, they're really good. You've never heard of them. You're like, what the fuck? Where did this Where did person you? come from? Mm-hmm. Canada. Mm. Oh, Canada. Another Canadian. Yep. Unloaded another great female comic. She's moving to LA in June, and her name is Andrea Jin, J I N. And she's really funny. Really That's smart. so cool. And, That's uh, awesome. Got to work with her in, at the West Side. Uh, check her out. Yeah. And, it, and it's uh, Andrea J I N underscore, right? Is that yeah. her Twitter handle, Carl? Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. She- I don't want to ruin the joke, but the, the setup is like grandparents are like rescue dogs because you, when you, something like when, when you meet them, you don't know what's happened before or what they've been through before. <laughs> oh my God. What really, a great premise. I know. That is such a great premise. Yeah. I was talking that I was talking to Zach tonight and Jesus, and I was just mentioning something and Zach gave me a premise for which to work my funny story that I ended up telling. And I was like, I was like, where's my notebook? And I just, this notebook, by the way, almost done. I started it so long ago. I did write it down. I think it was. Nope. I didn't write it down. It was before. It was before the first. Set list you wrote down on it. You can tell where you were. Yep. And yeah, it is. 
Well, it was, it was way before, I think it was before February 5th, 2020. Whoa. So, yeah, Wait, so a couple that, years. That's like right, that's like the last week before the lockdown. So were you, yeah. when did you start writing COVID jokes? Is that early in the notebook or are they kicking a little bit later? No, they're, because what I do is I tend to write things down on napkins and then I transcribe it into the notebook to protect the notebook, protect sure. the notebook. And then by the end of the notebook, I'm like ripping pages out uh, to use for set lists. Cause I'm like new notebook. And <laughs> so the first three quarters, it's all, it's all protect the notebook. And then at the end of it, I'm like, get me a new notebook. And so whatever. it is interesting to like follow your life story in your joke notebooks, you know? Like, mm -hmm. of course, I have a whole, I have like five notebooks of, I wish my mom was dead. I can't take this, you know, whatever these joke attempts are. And then, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then you're like, oh dying. no, my mom is dying. <laughs> and you're like, son of a bitch, I've got yeah. four pages and she's died. It's so sad. Yeah. yeah. And then I look at, I can look at uh, like, how old my son is in certain notebooks and go, Oh, that was from, okay. He's seven here. He's doing this stuff. He's nine in this notebook. So yeah. you write, do you write in real time? Like the jokes you're doing now, he's 15, right? Yeah. Cause I always write with all my, and this is, you know, it's, it's not as you're in the moment every day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with, with, with your own child, with my nieces and nephews, it takes me like three years so I'm like, I think I'm five years behind on my nephews. So I've got like jokes about them when they're 17 and 15. Yeah. And now they're like 25 and 22. Yeah. And so I, I know a couple of comics are like, their kids are teenagers in their act and they're like doctors in real life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just, sometimes it just takes a long time to write the bit. Yeah. And so you're like, all uh, right, well. I, I, I keep, a, keep it in real time. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, the joke, the setup where I don't think my son has seen any porn worked way better when he was 14 than, than <laughs> when he's 15. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. 15, uh, he's just three years he from still hasn't, voting. By the, way, by the way, he's not like you, mm -hmm. you childless people in your image of 15 year old boys, please. I just you remember need to being a 15 year old boy. Kyle, you are not the template for what a 15-year-old boy is. <laughs> I was on the honor roll. You're an aberration. <laughs> <laughs> the the Kill Martin boy is not on the honor roll. He is uh, he's a drawer. He draws. <laughs> he's he's art he's art guy, is what he is. You know, he's like he's like my grades are getting better and and he's like I you know, he's getting mid C's. Okay. He's happy. I don't know. I don't want to stress well, if he kid. Is, yeah, yeah. And if he is getting and better, me, that's fine. Yeah, me getting mad at him for not having straight A's isn't going to make him have straight A's. It's just going to make him really unhappy and stressed out. And he's well, happy with his C's. I don't know what to say. I mean, I think it's you. You either are you. It's kind of you're born that way. You get grades or you don't. There's a lot of people that don't get good grades. They go on have very successful, happy lives. You know, oh, I would say almost everyone. 
Yeah. <laughs> I would say that the number of people who have really like great grades and go on to have either good lives or bad lives are a, a smaller percentage than the than the rest of us who have really mediocre mm. to terrible grades. I don't know. Huh. What was your what was your grade situation? Were you were you whipped as a child about about the grades? Uh no, but they did pretty well. I think I'd like a three eight, you know. Uh, I think I, I had a three, eight. That's still great. Yeah. That's respectable. Yeah. That's super respectable. A 4.0 yeah, I mean, is, yeah. Yeah. 4.0. And then, then kids are getting like hired the next or taking extra classes and stuff, but <laughs> not here. Guess what? I don't have a son. I have to, I have to wake up for zero period. That will never happen. <laughs> zero but period you like will. It's like 45 minutes earlier than the rest of school starts. And there are a lot of kids that do it because right. they're trying and to get into their AP classes. That's not happening here. Uh, no, you will roust him to take him to a pool, but that is all. <laughs> and, wanted, just saying if he wanted to, he would, but he doesn't want to. And I, I don't know how to force someone to be interested in academics, you know? No, uh, I will say this is that when the transition came from, my mother to my stepmother mm-hmm. and three, three of my brothers were almost at the end of their high school years. Yeah. And it was an effort to try to encourage them to get better grades. Mm-hmm. My parents set up a, where they would pay you for, for grades. And it was the seventies. So everything was done in shekels and, and, uh, and the, uh, and you know, Roman coins, but uh, it was, it was something like, wait, Live in the seventies, I never got a shekel or a Roman coin. <laughs> well, it was the numbers don't sound like real numbers right now, right. but yeah, you would like get 10. like twenty-five cents to a fifty cents <laughs> to all these things, and then if you got a D or an F, it would be negative money. Yeah, and you were grounded until the next grading period. Oh shit! Shit! And uh, so it was. Nancy Cation was not playing around. She was like, if you, you need to do your homework, do your fucking homework. And, um, and she's like, I'm not helping you either. Cause I don't know how to do that, but do it. And, um, and I, and I think I had like a 3.75, I think if I remember correctly. I don't have the discipline to enforce a grounding and I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to make my son's life miserable, you know? I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. No, I think you're fine. And the and the weird thing is, is there's there is literally no, and that's actually not true. There are thousands of manuals of how to raise children, but there's literally yeah, no I, I right way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yes. There's no right way, right? I mean, there's so many yeah. different things you can do, and um, and people, somebody did some bit that bit about how they were like everyone's always talking about how resilient children are why do they why do we spend our entire lives rehashing those first 18 years then if we're yeah. so resilient and that was the premise it was such a great premise yeah here's the other thing like uh, he's going to be aging into climate change and who knows <laughs> what's happening to all these right-wing uh, candidates all over the world that are potentially winning I read Galapagos. I know that we're all going to be seals in a thousand years. <laughs> so why would I make his lap, like the only cool, fun years where he's not responsible for anything awful by grounding him? You know what I mean? Like, 
okay, he's going to get C's, you know? He's also going to be, I don't know, he's going to live on an earth that I can't even imagine. He's, he's older, and so at least I want him to have happy memories of his childhood. <laughs> you know? All right, well, yeah, I mean... I don't. I don't think you have to make it into a global warming situation. I think you can just raise him because I do think that he's a happy, decent. I mean, I think he's a, just a good kid. I just think he's a good, a nice young man. And, yeah, he's uh, very serious about his art. Very serious, and he's about very it. serious about his art. And yeah. he can read and write and do basic basic maths. And he's a good person. So I think that you've successfully mm-hmm. achieved something there. He's not on so, heroin, and he's got a hobby. You've won as a parent. <laughs> and and I'm sure his his porn consumption is very tame. Yeah, Jackie, do you mind? <laughs> right down the do middle. Do you mind? We know when Do it's not, you mind? You are a, a fucking feral child in Wisconsin. Okay, so stop acting like my son's leading the same life as you. Okay, I'll tell you. I didn't. I, there was no porn. Absolutely. Matter of fact. There's never been any. Well, that's not true. Romance novels, but it was so softcore porn that you're just like, who wants to watch Bridgerton? Oh, there's a butt. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I don't. uh, (laughs) But I I was I was a very for being a feral child. I was uh, I was not a like I never I think I smoked pot once in high school. I think I had Mm -hmm. like five beers total in all of high school my first mm-hmm. kiss was by by that creepy that's it's been actually obsessing me it was the creepy dude who gave me a ride home that gross 35 year old dude yeah I, I was like four, 13 or 14 and he was like i'm Ew. giving you a ride home you gotta kiss me and he was all gross and um yes it's uh, go further jesus i know it was just gross and um uh, but here's the good news. I'm in love now. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, how much time have we I done? I was about to say, you guys want to throw to one more outro and then get out of here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. More Max Fun, guys. Final our- pitch to save the day. You guys, from the heart, I just have to say something. <laughs> we are doing, I think, I think I love this show. I genuinely mm-hmm. love doing this show with you, Lori Kilmartin. Yes, and I also you, Kyle. I'll oh, do it till I'm a skeleton. I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we get to talk about you know whatever we want. And then there's if we go too far and we think to ourselves, "Oh my God, the Chuckle Hut will never book us." We can um, ask Kyle to delete something. So and I, will. I have but to say, we don't do that enough, obviously, because we're not working half of these huts all over the country. <laughs> right? Some of the big huts, the Walmart huts, uh, <laughs> the big, the big, the big chains uh, are right. So you guys, you know, it's it's. So if you support. You because uh, we're not yes. working Tacoma, please. <laughs> right. So it depends. You know, obviously, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But if you can, for the love of God, throw some money at us. And it's $5. It's $10. You got 100 bucks a month because you're somehow you just came into some sort of weird windfall. Uh, knock yourself out. But I will say this is you get a patch. You get the extra show. You get our undying love. We're psyched mm-hmm. about it. And it's maximum fun dot org slash join so thank you so much for all your supports yeah oh 
very quickly, guys, if you don't want to see anyone in person, if you're having COVID paranoia, I'm doing a show, uh, a streaming show for Rush Ticks on May 7th. So please buy tickets if you're not going to come to the live show. I do have a lot of stuff you probably haven't seen. And if you are in L.A., I'm going to be opening for Ron Funchett on May 7th uh, at the Ooh. Troubadour. Cool. So for the Netflix is a joke because I said to Netflix, hey, can I play? So don't forget to ask. Be the white. Be, yes. have, find an inner straight white guy in front of you and be a squeaky <laughs> wind. One <day>. Squeaks. <laughs> Kyle. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.